You got your weights on? Yeah, I do, bro. <laughs> <laughs> wow, bro. No, this, this, this is my fucking superhero bracelet, bro. You Superman or you Batman? Which one? Woo, Superman. Oh, no? God. Okay, my bad. Sorry. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, what's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome to another episode of the Industry DJs Podcast. I am your host, DJ T. Ken. I'm your co-host. I'll do it like this. And I want to thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Industry DJs Podcast. You can check us out on Facebook Live every single Monday at around 7 or 7.30 on Facebook Live. You can also check us out on our streaming platforms on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, <laughs> Amazon Music, Stitcher, and the Anchor app. That's what I was counting right now. I was like, yeah, yeah, I think I got them all. I think I got them all. And you can also follow us on Instagram at the Industry DJs. For sure, for sure, for sure. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? How was your weekend? Oh man, dude, let me tell you the reason why. Listen, I got my wrist brace on, I got my back brace on, and I got my knee brace on, bro. I'm hurting this weekend, man. I'm really? telling you, yeah, it was. You're in pain. Uh, yeah, man, I've been putting a lot of work in lately man between rotary and carrying stuff i mean downtown stuff though you got to park like two and a half miles away and then, you remember that david Geta? remember that uh, video where he was throwing oh, all his uh, equipment to the beach uh, that was me this weekend david Geta, <laughs> david Geta, when love takes over the yeah. music video yeah you, you remember that mm. yeah, that was me this weekend fuck it's funny i was um, running in a, in a marathon with my dolly and shit <laughs> it's funny back in i want to say back in my early damn, that song's so old. Shit. Hey, calm down, bro. I remember the video. Bro. I remember <laughs> the video. video. It was good. When that video came out, me and my buddy, shout out to Sean, we used to do carpool karaoke. This was carpool. Before, this was before carpool karaoke was a thing, but oh, we yeah. used to sing along to that song all the time. Me and my homeboy Sean. We, uh, I don't know. It was a song that we fucking love. And let's pass on that carpool karaoke. Scary. Scary. What's up, man? How was your weekend, brother? My weekend was good. It was interesting. <laughs> he paused. Yeah, it was interesting because I had to think about what the hell that I did over the weekend. So on Friday, I was at Mother's. I was over there in the Gold Coast. I played over at Mother's. And then on Saturday, oh, shit, this was interesting. Saturday, I was at LG's in Old Town. I was there from 5 to 9. And then I was also in the River North. I was at the Carryman from 1030 to 2.30. As I was walking to my car, I got a text message from a promoter saying that they need a DJ for an after hours. So I was like, well, I'm not far from the venue. I'm in walking distance. So I just leave my car where I parked and I just walked over to the venue and I DJ there. I guess the DJ that they had there. He Did got, he show? No, he showed, but he got a little tipsy. A little? He was to the point where he couldn't really stand up. Man, During his DJ that, That's beyond fucked up bro <laughs> That's full bard He was DJ Fucked up beyond all recognition Yeah I'm guessing he comprehended And knew his surroundings That was his first day And his last day huh no? Well he's a guest DJ They flew they Not anymore They flew him in from uh, The country So oh, Not anymore <laughs> So I DJed there I guess he's I going home on spirit <laughs> I was supposed to You stupid I started at 3 And we were supposed to close at 5 o'clock in the morning But they decided to stay open an extra hour Damn. So my set was from 3 to 6 And I waited to get paid I'm like I don't know when I'm going to see you again So I was like <laughs> let me get my money and I go So I got home I ended up getting home at like 7.30 7.30 in the morning Yeah I know you call me Hey, what's yeah, up, sure dog? Did, what's going did. on, bro? What's going on? Because I, sure I was did. up, man. I had to get ready for downtown. I was so, over at Under Armour this weekend, too. So, so I got crazy. there. I got home at 730, and I called you, and then I knocked out. And then I woke up around noon, and I texted DJ Envy because mm -hmm. I lent him my controller because he played at Bear House this weekend. Yes, he so. did. Killed it. <laughs> yes, Killed he did. It. Killed it. Killed it. So, Killed I, so I met up with him yesterday. We talked a little bit about, I'll be honest, we talked about what his direction as what he's supposed to do as a DJ going forward. So hopefully between the conversations I had with them, the conversation that he's going to have with a couple of other people that he's going to take that advice and move it in the right direction. Who, 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 who? We're talking about Envy. Oh, shit. We were supposed to have DJ Ideal today. He overslept. And we're just going to assume that he overslept because his ass worked like 20 plus hours for two days. Saturday and Sunday. So I'm guessing that today is his rest day. 
Hey, big shout out to everybody who sent me birthday wishes, man. I love you guys. Thank oh, you very yeah, much. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm thank a, you, thank you, thank I, you, I thank you, thank you. I was such a dumbass. I posted something on the Instagram page at yeah. the industry DJ. I was like, let's wish our yeah. co-host some happy and birthday. And you had to put my age down there, you fucking dick. <laughs> Everybody's like, you're 46 for real, bro? You're 46? I was like, nah, he's lying, bro. I'm 36. Uh, so happy, I'm only 36. Happy, 36. Bur- happy birthday, thank you, thank Al. Happy you, birthday. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I was just throwing shouts out to everybody who did that. So thank you very much. I appreciate it. Did you do anything you for your birthday? No. What you mean, though? No, I worked a lot. Yeah, so I figured... <laughs> yeah, I, man, it was I know crazy. I called you on your birthday, and yeah, I know that your ass everybody slept. Did. No, I slept during the day because uh-huh. uh, Thursday, man, it was just busy, busy, busy all week, man. It was just fucking go, 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 go. So you just uh, slept all day? Yeah, I, mean, I had to, man. Good. I had to because that Thursday and today were the only times that I really got sleep. You got to understand something. I got home at I 5 know. o'clock in the morning, and I was up by 6.30 to get ready to drive all the way downtown to get ready at Under Armour. Shouts out to Under Armour. That's where I was this weekend for the Chicago Marathon. And uh, oh wow, God. man. There was people from all over the world there, man. Of and course. It was, man, bro, you know what? This place was set up for a DJ. Seriously, they have wall inputs. They got subs inside the ceiling. They have speakers. I mean, the guy was like, I'm going to turn it up. I said, are you sure? Because I saw ceiling speakers. And then, dude, all of a sudden, he pushed it like the boost button and nitrous button or some shit on that sound <laughs> system. That thing was rocking, bro. They heard me all the way from across the street on Michigan Avenue, Michigan and Ohio. Bro, we had bums dancing outside. We had oh, pretty wow. dancing, you know, because they put me right in front of the window. I was right on the corner, literally in the corner window. So they got a DJ booth there. All the hookups were there, bro. They had subs. I was like, what the? So all you brought was a controller? Yeah. Well, the first day I lugged everything like a Benelho. <laughs> I didn't know, man. You know, some of these places already are set up for uh, DJs and, you know, conferences and stuff like mm-hmm. that because these are the flagship stores, you know what I'm saying? So uh-huh. sometimes they'll have, you know, meetings and this place is like three floors. It's like, holy shit, man, it's huge. And then everybody over there, shout out to them, man. You know, I got there Friday morning and then management came up and she's, hey, welcome. And we we're glad to have you and, you know, whatever. So she was, I was like, so what's your direction? She was like, you know what, just open format, whatever you want to do. I was like, okay, cool. Oh, wow. Crazy. Uh, demographic, man. I mean, the demographic that was in the store was all over the place. I mean, mind you, it's a melting pot, obviously. But, I mean, the Chicago Marathon, I did not realize, pulls in people from all over the world, from all you over the globe. This? No. I ran cross country and track from freshman year to college. I mean, other than that, no. I never did the Chicago Marathon. I told myself in the past I always wanted to do the Chicago Marathon, but I got to lose a lot of weight at the moment. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, good old America. Good old America. Yeah, you can tell who's from out of the country, bro, because they were all fucking skinny and, and, you know, built. I got to lose a a lot of weight one day. All right, so. Not in the near future, but in the future, I'll. Anyways, like I said, shout out to everybody, man. I mean, you know, I did whatever, man. I just put my heart out there, man. I just played shit that. You know, normally I know I saw your ass over the weekend. How you're playing the Cupid Shuffle? Yeah, dude, they did the flash mob. Pretty much like the manager came up and she was just like, "Man, you know, I want to do something fun." So I was like, "All right, cool, let's uh, do the Cupid Shuffle." And he was like, "Okay, cool, let's do that. I'm gonna go get the team ready." I was like, "What team? What? What?" I said, "Okay, cool, no problem." So he came and he gave me this thumbs up. He's walking past the DJ booth, and then I just you know cut into it, and the video was just amazing, man. You know, it was pretty cool. We had a good couple hundred people in that store at the time too. I mean, if you look in the back of the video, as far as I could see, everybody's phones was up. It was real cool. Mm-hmm. It was real cool. Yeah, here trying to throw a club at, uh, <sighs> at Under Armour. Listen, brother, listen. All right, we're DJs, man. I mean, no matter where we go, we should bring that energy. We should bring that vibe to wherever we're at. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why they hire us. You understand? As a DJ, you're also, and that's why I refer to a lot of the DJs as circus clowns, because without us, we're the energy, we're the people that keep the crowd entertained. You understand what I'm saying? And then you have your bartenders, which are your three-ring circus leaders, and, <laughs> you know, and then staff and, and whatever else, and your bouncers. And your bouncers are, the, you know, the muscular guys that fucking, you know, chew on chains and shit, you know. <laughs> we are a circus, if you think about it. So this weekend, you were at Anaheimer fr- uh... Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, dude. And then Sunday, bro, oh, my God, man, I left my house early. On time, I got there and I, told, I was literally. I told you, I yeah, told you told me, and I know, and I, I left, you. and I left early, and I left with enough time. I told because, you because when I was leaving from the after hours yeah. at six o'clock in the morning, they were getting ready for the marathon, right. and I had to take several detours just to get out of River North. Right. So I, so I told you, I was like, you need to get up and get your ass out here going early. Yeah, and that's what I did, and I got there early, and I'm thinking, hey, GPS, satellites in real time, right? So maybe they could detour me around the, f- no, no, neither Google Maps did it, nor did Siri do it. They told me, get off at Ohio. Okay, cool, I get off at Ohio, and you either have to go left or right. 
you can't go straight because they were going straight nope. down LaSalle. Exactly. So I was like, okay, cool. I should have looked at the map before, but I was relying on Google Maps as well as uh, Siri to get me through there. Okay, well, these streets are closed because of this. No. Fucking Siri's like, go straight. I'm like, uh, no, I'm not going to jail, Siri. Are you out of your fucking mind? You know, go straight. Yeah, go through the barrier. Don't worry about it. It's like, no, no, Siri, no. The fuck is wrong with you? You know, so mind you, I went left. No, actually, I turned right. Uh, what, what is that? Right before Ohio, uh, right after you get off the feeder ramp over there by that office. Franklin? Max. Yeah, Franklin. So I went left or right. I'm sorry. I went right and I went all the way down. So you make it right on Franklin. So you, you can down. either go left or right, right? So, you know, finally I'm driving and it's just complete fucking gridlock. Mind you, it's like 10 something. I wasn't supposed to start till 12. I was literally blocks away from the place. Mm -hmm. And then boom, the marathon stopped me. Because they go down Michigan. No, sh no way, really? Wow. Shut Thanks, up. man. Thanks. Didn't know that. Yeah, so I looked at the fucking map, and I'm like, okay, I'm fucked. The only way I could go is I had to go all the way down to United Center via streets in traffic because all the expressway entrances off of Jackson and all that stuff, mm -hmm. uh, you know, right out as you're going in the 90, were all cut off. They all had barriers on them. You couldn't get on or you couldn't get off the expressway. From those points. I guess that's how they were, you know, trying to keep congestion down, which didn't work for shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, fuck, man. So, welcome, dude, yeah, welcome, I'm, dude. Welcome my, to Chicago. Yeah, welcome to Chicago, bro. Fucking, oh, my God. Whoever the traffic commissioner is needs to fucking. He's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> smack, bro. What the hell is oh wrong with God. you, bro? Help a brother out here, man. Well, the only way I can get there is either Lower Wacker Drive or Congress Parkway. But Those are the only two things that have actually that can get you through downtown. You could have taken Grand. No, I couldn't. Grand was closed, bro. The way it went LaSalle, and then from LaSalle, it came up towards Poston, oh, yeah, no, right, and then right, cut back right. around. Yeah, right. And Dude, trust me. I know the map like the back of my hand now, bro. Like, I was running a bitch, okay? Man, bro, I got that map forever stuck in my head, man, because I had to drive all the way around. <laughs> I got on a 290, bro. <laughs> I fucking went down Congress Parkway, fucking got there. I saw Michigan, and I'm like, no, I'm not going to take Michigan. You know, there's that BP right there. Mm -hmm. So I took that down, and it was clear sailing all the way through. I'm like, son of a bitch. So finally I got to the river, and I'm like, I'm at the river. Yeah. Like, I was playing, like, a, a video <laughs> game, bro. I was putting my flag down and shit. Uh, what the fuck, man? I'm uh, like, thank God, bro, I'm here. I get into the parking garage, and thank you very much again between you and Marcus talking about fucking reserving your Speaking spots. Speaking of, DJ Ness has just entered the room. What's up, What's sir? up, Nessie Ness? You guys were talking about reservations, right? And mm -hmm. I'm like, huh, let me check this out. I reserved my spots all three days at both Punchbowl Social and downtown. Dude, it was a shit. I love it. Dude, Spot Hero, I love you guys. Best app ever, seriously. I swear <laughs> to fucking God. Because Friday, I didn't realize that I thought my parking was going to get covered through the event. Mm -hmm. uh, no. No. It was $80 Damn. for Friday. Friday, 80 bucks flat. I got into the parking garage at what, 1130-ish mm -hmm. till about 5? And see, it was 80 bucks. See, for, uh, bro, I, I swear to God, I, I almost had a heart attack, bro. I texted Nez on Saturday when I was finding parking for LGs and at the Caramon. I told Nez, I was like, if you have it, get on Spot Hero right now because parking is like damn near 50, 60 bucks. On Spot Hero. On yeah, Spot Hero. On Spot Hero. So it's like 130 normally. I was like, damn. So I told Ness, I was like, get out of Spot Hero and reserve your parking spot right now. So yeah. I'm pretty sure he did that. Hey, Ness, you experienced any crashes with 3.0? He was the only one that had the cojones to fucking actually he did use it, it live. live. Yeah. yeah. Last week, Peter Ramos, he mentioned how would you feel about Serralo 3.0 with STEM. So after the show. I didn't know what the fuck STEMs were. I was like, oh, STEMs, okay, dumb. <laughs> fucking so, idiot. So last week after the show, I downloaded 3.0 on Tuesday. When I was at work And then I tested it out When I got home And I told Nez about it I'm like dude Check out 3.0 With the stems And it worked out It worked out I like it because Obviously it's gonna be like Every DJ's dream right now Because you're gonna be Fucking making mashups On the fly yeah. So I posted something On my Instagram When I was trying to Create a mashup Yo as I hear comments I was like Oh you were off Just like a little bit Just Yeah you hand. were You were off Just oh, hard, I was bro. not you I listened used to that button, bro. No I did not use The sick button But I tried to make a mashup <laughs> With uh, FNF And Huey's Pop Lock And Drop It And it worked It worked so with 3.0 They introduced something Called stem So you were able to Cut the vocals out The melody The mm. bass can I, can I, you know what? I just thought about it and I apologize. You know what? I just realized right now what two songs you matched that thing up with, mm -hmm. that track that you did. Uh -huh. And I forgot that FNF is off. They're, they don't know how to rap. They're like city girls. Sorry, man. I, neither one of them are way off beat. Mm. 
I mean, way off, literally way off, like two bars off. It's like, bro. And then she comes in and she tries to catch up. Period. Stupid. Period. You, you should have said that like three bars ago, bitch. I tested it out. <laughs> and I only tested it out one time. No, a couple times after I tried it out. You're going to see a lot of DJs on social media trying to, you know, mash up songs on the fly and whatnot. It worked out. Peter Ramos just commented and said that he tried it and he deleted it until the official release. Mm. I don't blame him because obviously it's the beta version. So there's a bunch of kinks that has to be worked out. One thing I know Serato's going to have to do when they update, they're going to have to figure out like the file size because when I downloaded the beta version, it took up a one gig of my goddamn hard drive. One gig? One gig. That's a lot of shit, That's dude. a lot. Normally, Serato updates but the, I mean, dude, this is a big file. You're actually asking somebody to fucking a, actually break something down into fucking sections for you. Are you serious? But do you expect it to be a megabyte? It's just like a Serato update going from 2.6 to 3.0. Normally, enough Serato updates like three or 400 megabits. Not this. 3.0 took up one gig of my space. So I was like... Yeah, that's a bit much. So I'm hopefully when they officially release it next month. Mm. Once it's tested in the real world. Say, Peter, no offense to Peter, bro, but you're using a PC, man. Uh, PCs and Macs are completely different, especially when you're trying to maybe break down a video. It's got to separate the video, first of all, and then it's going to separate the bars. You know what I mean? So, or the stems, I should so say. It, okay, so it stems. What it does, when you upload a track on your deck, it analyzes on a Mac, like you just said, it breaks down in, into each stem. No way. Vocals, really? Shut up. Wow. Vocals, wow. vocals, wow. It's bass, got, it's melody. Got, it's got the stuff. triggers. Yeah, I've seen it. So it analyzes each track. Also, you could do it beforehand because there's like a crate, not a crate, like a folder that they created called Analyze Stems. So you threw the track into that folder. And, and it then, already analyzes it. Yeah. You. And then that's when awesome. you're ready to play it, and then you can just upload it in there, you won't so have any issues. That's why they when, when they were talking about, you better have a good fucking big hard drive in there, bro, and, and a good fucking memory and card. And then they, you know? what Serato did say on the forums, they also said that for optimization, this is what you should have if you have like a regular Mac. But if you have like a beefed up Mac, it gives you like recommendations, like the type of computer that you should have. <laughs> My dumbass bought a new MacBook Pro on Wednesday. So did you? Yes, I did. Oh, you didn't say nothing about that. Well, oh, for the stems, just for stems. No, you bought a, you bought no, a fucking five thousand no. dollar computer for stems. Good job. It was only, 18, ladies and gentlemen. It was only. This is going to be a big investment. It was only eighteen hundred. Oh, eighteen hundred. Okay. But I bought a new MacBook. It's with the M1 chip. I actually tested that out too when I was at Mother's on Friday. I like it because it has a built-in HDMI port, so I don't have to use like a dongle or anything like that. So. <laughs> I bought a new Mac too. Oh, that's right. Yeah, shout you out to one. Frank. Uh, shout out to um, Francisco. Yeah, Francisco. I'm sorry. I almost, I almost <laughs> said Francisco. Francisco. Like, thank you very much, man. It's a dope ass. That's uh, right. That's I mean, right. I got a good deal on it. Super good deal. I mean, it's just a backup. I mean, you know, and I'm going to start using it for my DMXing mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Got some shit coming up. New inventions, new thoughts, and coming out that's 2023. Called. So back to Serato Stems. <laughs> it is going to be a game changer in the future. So You know what, me. bro? We talked about this it's too. Funny, it's you know funny what? right now because I'm wearing a shirt that says yeah, Serato. Yeah, Serato, and I got Pioneer <laughs> DJ. Oh, go figure. And they're both black and white, bro. Go figure. Oh, shit. The game changer is going to be, we're going to be seeing a lot more lives. Mm-hmm. A lot more lives. Fuck the algorithms. Algorithms ain't going to pick up shit now. You ain't going to be able to figure shit out, man. The algorithms, computer's going to explode. I can't kick anybody out. Stop it. Play the original. Somebody please play the original. <laughs> Everybody's going to be but fucking with them and fucking but, matching but, up and shit live. I have a feeling with stems, you're going to have so much creative. Your creative juices are going to be flowing. You're going to have so much ideas. Like I did that FNF and uh, Pop Lock and Drop It match. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, it was off so by hair, but it was because up. of FNF. That's why, because she can't up. rap for shit. You're going to have a lot of Yeah, you are, ideas. man. I'm a Barbie girl with some fucking, you know. I don't know. I'll we'll figure it out, man. I'll, I'll, throw, I'll throw some shit in there to fuck with the algorithms really bad. I'd be like, kick me out now, bitch. Right. Okay. Serato's going to be like, yes, it's a win-win. <laughs> yeah, because think about it. They store the way algorithms work is obviously it's them feeding a whole bunch of music into a computer. Mm-hmm. And then the computer fucking analyzes everything that goes through Facebook so I, first. So I wonder. No if matter you, what. So like for You could be taking a shit and have like R. Kelly in the background or something like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it'll fucking flag you because it hurt fucking, you know, ignition so or some shit. So let's use this example. So what if you use like the vocals of only, we're going to use FNF. So what if you use the, use the vocals for FNF? Okay. You think Facebook is going to catch that? Like a acapella version of yes, it? Yes. Just, like just a straight, I don't know, man. I don't think so. I don't. You know what? They might. 
It might because whatever they find as far as the remixes are concerned for that artist and that certain song that they pull, obviously, you know, ASCAP has all the rights in BMI. So, I mean, they got all the archives, you know, all the remixes that are copywritten, they own all that shit. So they're the ones that give it to the algorithms and the algorithms obviously put it on and then, you know, you download it to whatever source you're trying to police mm-hmm. per se, right? I mean, that's in layman's terms. How it's going to be live? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm still kind of on the fence with this. I, I still got plugins that I haven't even fucking touched yet. You know, well, pitching time to, uh, you know, I, I got a whole bunch of shit that I really don't use, bro. I don't even fucking use it. It's like, wow, why did I even get it? I got it for free, but still at the end of the day, I mean, it's taking up space. Before we get into what we're going to talk about tonight, Uh-oh. for whoever's watching the live stream, drop your answers in the comments, drop your opinions in the comments. In terms of buying gear, do you guys, Purchase it outright or do you finance? That's the question that we're at. All right. We're, so, we're probably not right now. Yeah. So, in layman's terms, okay. The way I look at it from a business owner standpoint and a businessman, if you could get by and get the job done with what you have, do it, make the money, pay off the bills, do what you need to do, and then slowly build your empire, correct? That's how it should be done. Don't go out there and, hey, I want this and I want that. And, you know, unfortunately, there's DJs out there like Mr. T-Kid and Mr. Point and Mr. Pound <laughs> that, I mean, you know, that have a plethora of fucking, a surplus. I imagine you called out Point. I, oh, yeah, Point, because Point's notorious. Point bought the S9 right when it came out. And, you know, he was like, oh, I can't wait to take it out. You know how long, how, how many times it's been out of his house? Like twice. Maybe that's his home. That's, maybe that's dude, what he practices all right, to at do home. his lives. I use to, to I do use, his lives. Dude, this guy went and spent like fifty grand on his studio shit. Swear to God, bro, and never left his house. Never. I mean, granted, I'm talking shit because I was jealous. You damn right, I was fucking jealous. You damn right, fucking S9, fucking brand new PLXs. Then never left his house. I mean, he uses them every once in a while, but still, you know, stuff like that. So, I mean, yo, you know, see, if if you have the money, hey, do it. Fucking, if you can go and buy Audis and shit like that, hey, by all means, man. But see, here's the thing, though. I'm pretty sure Point uses his S90 keeps it at his home as his home gear. Like for me, my, what I keep in my house, I have the Rain 12s and the Rain 70s. Right. That stays in my house. That always stays in my house unless it wants to be rented out. Right. But you talking about just purchase your gear all right. I'm on the other end talking about financing. Uh, Real quick, Peter Ramos just commented. He just said, purchase it outright. Right, exactly. Purchase it outright, man. I mean, if you don't have the money for it right now, man, I mean, it's, don't put the carriage before the horse is what but I'm trying to say. There's nothing I mean, wrong. You know, there's, no, there's not. If you have the money to do it, do it, man. It's, do just, it. Like throw, right now, it's just like throwing on a credit card. You I can don't put to, any gear on credit card. If I don't have cash for it, I'm not going to buy it. Right now, bro, you know exactly what I'm trying to go after right now. You know exactly what I'm trying to go after. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking about it right now, man. And financially, it's not worth it. So it's it, not it worth doesn't it. make financial sense. It doesn't make financial sense to me because I have something new and I really want it bad. And I think it can help me out in the long run. I mean, I do so many shows that my equipment got paid off in less than a month. You know what I'm saying? Everything was done. I mean, so. So what's I the mean, difference? No, no, no. But what I did was I had the money in my pocket already and that I saved up, you know, for a while for instead of going out and financing. Does that make sense? What I'm trying to say is do not put the carriage before the horse. Don't sit there and get this fucking elaborate fucking setup when you're not economically fit to, God forbid, something is to happen and you're financing that. If you don't have the gigs for it yet, I guess don't do it. Start off small, build those gigs, get that, and then once you're back up on your feet and you're all set financially, then go ahead because now you have leverage. You have shit you could trade in. You have stuff that you could trade or sell or or do something and kind of compensate the back end of what you're going to buy that is upgradable. Does that make sense? I I get it. I understand that. But, uh, you know, it's just like if you're purchasing a gear on a credit card, when you get the credit card statement, you're still paying on it. Tibble gets what I'm saying. Uh, don't put the cares before the horse. If you don't have the gigs for it, like the Nimbus, you know, a lot of guys went out and bought the Nimbus. Why? You use it once or twice? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a $1,500 fucking fogger. Okay. I mean, you know what I'm saying? And that. you use it twice. Did, did it even compensate your purchase yet? Does that make sense? I agree. You know, you know what I mean? I agree you know? with the Nimbus and also cold sparklers because you may never know the venue might not allow No, a lot, of, a lot of venues don't want them anymore, so man. Those two, I mean, those, stores, two, those, you know? those two things I could probably understand. You know? Why not go and rent it or buy something cheaper? You know hey, what I'm saying for hey, the time you, being. You speaking of renting, I rent out gear too. I, I, so. I get it. I, I get it, and that's what I'm saying. I, I get 
get it. And that's what I, that's I exactly rent out gear. gear. I mean, if you're only going to use it once or twice, then is it really financially fit for you to go and, and purchase it outright and spend that kind of fucking cake instead of renting it for a little while? That, that was another subject that we brought up. Like some of these clubs, I don't get, I don't get. You know, these fucking guys are renting CDJ 2000s for months at a time. By the time you're done renting, you could have bought six pairs of those motherfuckers, bro. This is true. I mean, I don't get that. It's like, why don't you just buy equipment? Seriously, why don't you just buy equipment? Because now you're renting it, first of all, which in like two or three months, you know, you could have bought like two pairs of them. You know what I'm saying? This and on top true. of that, they're fucking shit up. You know what I'm saying? So now you got to play for the but rental see, and the repair. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, granted, mind you, it's somebody else's shit. But mm-hmm. still, at the end of the day, I mean, Envy brought that up too, man. That was a subject that we had spoken about. It's like, why the fuck would you rent equipment to a club? Why? When you could just go out and buy a cheap version of it, man. Wait, you know hold, what I'm saying? You don't have to you, get the Ferrari. You, you're killing me right now. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about you, bro. <laughs> I'm not talking about you. It's just, I just, it blows my mind for sometimes. Because exa- I you know, know, for example, like there, I know some clubs, they would like to have a CDJ 3000, but maybe they're bringing a guest DJ and that's part of their rider. And they don't have their 3000s. People like me, I'm in the position that I could rent out my CDJ 3000 for that DJ you're bringing in from out of the country right. or something like that. Right. So... That's an example. That's all I'm saying. Quickly, let's go through the comments. Uh, Peter, I kind of agree with Al. Kind of. What do you mean, you kind of? You're either on the bus or you're not, bro. You're kind of. Kind of with Al. You know, I'll finance half of the shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Nah, man. For buying gear, again, some guys, oh, I, I need this for one. You know, it's buying a fucking suit for that one party you're going to and never wearing it again. This is why you rent tuxedos. Every wedding. Oh, whoa. <laughs> Whoa, that's a C. Thank you. Thank, wow, Alex. Wow. Yeah, that's every, what I'm talking about, guys. Every, every, that's exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. Every wedding I attended, I always rent out a tuxedo. You you wear a tux with the bow tie and the little. I will rent out a tuxedo. I never buy a tuxedo or a suit. I always rent it out if I ever attend a wedding. Yeah. So put in the carriage before the horse. Then you wind up with equipment that you're trying to fucking off, off sell and offer up or something, and you're taking a fucking hit. Rent it. A lot of guys don't want to. A lot of guys don't have the fucking cojones like you do. Jesus Christ. You know, a lot of guys don't want the fucking headache like you do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A lot of guys don't want to fucking lose friendships because, you know, you just fucked up my shit. Oh, <laughs> you my know? gosh. It is what it is, but. I don't have any issues renting out my gear. Certain. Peter. Yeah, because you're rich and you don't care. I do care. No, you don't care. Oh, okay, Al. I do care. Don't say I don't care. I take care of my gear. Every time someone rents out my gear and I get it back, I actually will clean it, inspect it, make sure everything is okay. Mm-hmm. So then I can rent it out to the next person and they don't have any issues. Mm-hmm. I hate fucking renting equipment sometimes. <laughs> I do fucking do it. Why? I've had a couple times where I was in a hurry and I didn't fucking test it out there in front of the mm-hmm. wherever I rented it from and you get it to the venue and something doesn't work. Mm-hmm. It's like, Fuck. Because I'm such an op- I do everything under pressure. So, yeah, you you do everything at the last video. I was under pressure. Your... Yeah, it's good. <laughs> you arrive to a venue late and you uh, no, to I, set up on and time. stuff like that. No, right. on, on time, on time, Puerto Rican time. <laughs> Mind your business. Mind your, hey, you know what? The job gets done. I'm on time. I might be late in my head. But you're you know, on but time. I'm always on time. <laughs> I swear to fucking God. For some fucking reason, I always start on time. Or I start within that time frame. You understand? Mm-hmm. Like that Mexican Independence Day fucking fiasco that happened over there. Mm-hmm. Dude, literally, we got there at 6 o'clock. Dude, I ran upstairs, two, two flights of stairs, fucking went through a big-ass venue, walked with a whole bunch of gear, and mind you, seven minutes later, I was up and running. Seven minutes. Superman couldn't change quicker than that. I think Superman does change quicker than that. That's all CGI. Fuck out of here. I did it in real life. <laughs> Fuck Superman. Envy had a question for me. He said, when renting not gear, when renting T-Kid, how do you know they have funds on the card? So when I rent out my gear, I require them to provide me a credit card deposit, even though the final payment is through Zelle. So I have a three-page rental agreement. And in there, it provides them to give me their credit card information i'll run a soft deposit on their credit card they don't really notice it i'll run a soft deposit on their credit card so then i know that they have the funds i mean i remember once i had to rent some big shit bro i was they wanted to fuck like fifty thousand dollar fucking uh the hell yeah deposit i would get it back with the rental 
taken out of it. You know what I mean? The fuck? I get a refund of that stuff back. Well, we had to make it happen, bro. Some places do that. I mean, it was a big show. It was a real big show. Real big show. And that's when I started buying my own shit. (laughs) That's when I was like, ah. Yeah. But, you know, again, to the DJs that do use their stuff, you know what I'm saying? Such as me. You know what I'm saying? I tend to, like, incorporate a whole bunch of my different setups you know i have like four or five different setups me too and then i could turn around and i can incorporate this with this or take this out and put this in be mindful of what you're doing it's kind of like my big ass lego set man and And that's fun to me man because Mm -hmm. it's not a cookie cutter setup and no disrespect to the guys with those t-stands those things are fucking kick-ass they're really nice i really really like them with the equipment that's actually flush with everything Mm -hmm. those things are really fucking nice i have i used one yet i have not to the people that got them, shout out to you guys, man. But, I mean, you know, unfortunately, when you get into those situations that, you know, it's just started to become repetitive. And I can't live that Groundhog's Day <laughs> movie, you know what I'm saying, to where everything's just so fucking cookie cutter. I mean, maybe it's a little bit easier. Maybe that's why it takes me a little bit more time because I invent right there on, on the fly, bro. Oh, well, this is going to look good. And I'll just put some shit together in my fucking head and just take that equipment and that's what I have to work with. So that's what's going to happen. And I got a horseshoe up my ass because it always comes true. Because you're lucky. Yeah, I got a horseshoe up my ass. I ain't going to lie to you. I've never had. And if I ever had an issue, it was always behind the scenes and nobody ever knew about it. And that's the thing. If you're going to fuck up, if something happens, don't go up to everybody and say sorry. Because if nobody saw it, then don't worry about it. You know, it kind of like, where were we that time? Where where were we that time? I think we were at Adobe. Eddie was there too. And I turned around and I looked at Eddie. My blend was off by a little bit. I go, oh, fuck. And he was like, he goes, you think everybody fucking noticed? Yo, OCD? You think anybody fucking noticed? I was like, yeah, I did, bro. He was like, because, yeah, nobody even twitched on the dance floor. I was like, okay. He was like, bro, you're the only one no I one noticed. No one can tell? Yeah, I could tell. Oh, really? Yeah. Me and my conscience. That's you. That's that's Me you. and my conscience. That's you. I got that Eminem conscience. <laughs> Guilty conscience. Yeah. yeah, I was like, "Fuck!" I just fucked up, you know, when nobody else fucking even noticed. Yeah, Ruben Salgado has a question for me. He said, "How lucrative is your <laughs> rental business?" I don't feel like gigging out, but I know guys that could benefit from using my stuff weekly. So, how I started renting out my gear I started during pandemic. Reason being because I know, obviously, during pandemic, I said this story a couple of times. During pandemic, a lot of us DJs weren't working so they decided to rely on live streaming but at the same time a lot of djs weren't you know working uh, working 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 so they had to sell their gear so you know i know that they either sell it to other people or they went to pawn shops and sell it just to get money so that's how i had the resources to go through different pawn shops and see what they had or go to guitar center and see what used gear that they have and i had the position to buy those and then i start renting them out I started renting out gear end of 2020 into 2021. It picked up during 2021 into this year because almost every weekend I had gear going left and right. And then I ended up buying more gear so that I had more inventories to, you know. Yeah, he's got like three warehouses. I have one storage unit. Two. Right. I have one storage unit. So I started renting gear out. And now, like, there are some places that, you know, they want a certain type of controller or CDJ. Yeah. Either the DJ stores don't have them or they have to the they order it. Shut up. The DJ Envy writer. The <laughs> or DJ Envy writer. Or they have to wait to get it. And, you know, I have it. Like, for instance, the 3000. Most places don't have the 3000, but they want to use it. Hey, I have two pairs here. Yeah. I charge X amount of dollars. Just don't run out to your personal gear. I, uh, you don't run out to your fucking personal gear. Okay. I know you don't. No, I know you really. don't. That shit stays at home. Not really. Collecting dust. Would, uh, shut up. So like pay that, top right there, that, that right there. That doesn't get rent stock. That will never. That fucking. That barely even fucking leaves here. <laughs> As a matter of fact, we got a picture of it. You were like, "Hey, that's my gear." Yeah, that is nice, bro. You use it for a flyer. Sweet, nice. Shout so, out to Mike Cabron. Cabron. Ah. Cabron. Cabron. <laughs> So, yeah. so we yeah, noticed, bro. A, we noticed. That's how I end Copywriting. Up, that's how I up. That's how I end up renting. <laughs> that's how I end up renting hey, gear. Hey, switch it up. You still <laughs> <laughs> inside joke. We love you, cabrón. Oh my god. So yeah, man. As far as that goes, I mean, uh, 
if you got the money to do it, hey, bro, do it. By and all means. The if you have but, the money to do it, do okay, it, man. But if, you have it, if you have that money laying around, and do whatever you want. As far as in a business aspect, don't take those jobs. Or if you can't take the jobs, or if you get those jobs, rent the shit. Don't go out and fucking buy it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because Or you could do the fucking good old American way, buy it and then return it fucking when you're done using it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but does some people even get the full amount back, you know, when you do that shit? You know, in electronics, it's kind of hard to return stuff after it's been bought. You okay, know? Then, so. okay, so then here's my thing. I have a great scenario for you. What if you want a certain controller? Okay. Like, for instance, what if you want the Rev 7? And you know for damn sure that, you know, the Rev 7 has been on back order for the longest. But you know that this particular DJ vendor has the Rev 7. You don't really have the money right now to get it, but you're in the position to finance it. What's your suggestion on that? Do you really need it? Okay. Do you really need it? Okay. Is that going to give you your Superman wings and you're going to fly? <laughs> Do you really need it? Okay. Are you financially fit to afford that? Do you have the gigs to back that up? God forbid something happens. Those are the two things you really want to think about. Do I have the gigs to financially, if God forbid something happens, am I booked for the rest of the fucking time that I can financially afford this on top of my rent, on top of mortgage, on top of, you know, child support, whatever? I mean, you know. Child uh, support. Hey, fuck? bro, come on, listen. This is, not, this is 2022. <laughs> don't fuck around, bro. I'm one of them. All right. But you get that. You understand? That's what I want. To put you wanna, out there You want to put financial sense Are you financially fit Yeah granted back in the day Yeah I would fucking do it No not anymore bro You really got to think about Is this going to financially benefit me Before you go out And you fucking buy that Ferrari And then you're fucking You don't have the jobs Or the means to fucking pay for it And then you're fucking yourself In the long run You understand Does that make sense It makes sense Because now you fucked up your credit You ain't got the job And now you're going to fucking Try to sell it To fucking pay all this shit back And you're not going to get 100% of your money back now what? Okay. Because yeah. the industry is saturated with this shit right now because they bought it and now they're kicking themselves in the ass because they got rid of their babies in order to get this shit. And, oh, shit. This thing sucks. <laughs> this thing sucks. Oh. I want my money back. No, you're oh, fucked up now, bro. Oh. I know a lot of people right now, bro. Not saying anything about Georgie because obviously that's the whole thing. But now he wants his SRT back. And he's trying oh, to get no. rid of the other know, one. You know I, what I'm saying? I know a lot of people I mean, who I know a lot of people know, who sold their SRTs, bro. To get now the Rev Seven, yeah, bro. And they're kicking and then, themselves in the ass when they play when they mess with the Rev Seven. They didn't like it, so they went back to SRT. I know people like that. I, Shout out to DJ Roger P. He said the same thing. He yeah, told, I mean, like, there's a lot of guys like, that I, I know. I they're the, like, "Yo, I got a Rev Seven for sale, bro. You want to? <laughs> hey, you want to sell your SRT?" I'm like, "No, dude. Fuck you, bro. No, it's I, I feel hands like, down the best controller ever. I feel like a lot of DJs they didn't spend the time." To do the this research is, No I feel No I feel like A lot of DJs Didn't spend the time To actually Play with the Rav 7 They saw the moving plans And say like, Woo And then I have a feeling That they didn't have A set time to like Actually use the Rav 7 And mess with it I have both I like it I you, like the Rav 7 but, but again You weren't born on turntables we you're were. Right. So it's right. a big difference. To me, it doesn't feel right to me. It just, but, it's okay. I mean, first of all, I use my shit religiously. The only thing that does not move are those turntables and that S7 right there. That's the only thing that never fucking moves. Okay. Other than that, everything else gets used. Everything I have. I make sure I use that. Fuck, I have it. It's taking up room. You're going to be used. You ain't living here for free. Fuck out of here. You understand? <laughs> you're going to, these are my workhorses, man. This is where, how I make my money, bro. So I'm going to use the shit that I have. The shit that I don't have, fucking get rid of it. Sell it. Goodbye. Have a nice day. Tibble has a question for you. Why do you like the SRT over the Rev 7? The Rev 7, again, the platters, I'm a turntablist. So, I mean, I'm used to the 12 inches. You know what I'm saying? It's too small. It's heavy. I mean, everything's so compact. You know what I'm saying? Everything's right there. I mean, I don't know, man. I just, I like the Rev 7, or I'm sorry, I like the SRT hands down. You could do a lot more hands, or, you know, quick mm-hmm. at your fingertips. But, um, I play with them, man, but hands down, I think the SRT is my number one go-to. I'll never get rid of mine. Never. Never. I never got into the NS7 either. I've spun on that a shit ton of times, and it was cool. But, you know, the Technique ones, Pound had the tech uh, mm-hmm. CDJs. Huh. They're okay. I mean, you know, those motherfuckers are, what, 80 pounds each? <laughs> they're heavy, bro. Yeah, they're fucking heavy, man. You also got to keep in mind that you know, I'm 46 years old now, man. I mean, dude, this shit about fucking carrying shit is crazy. I mean, the Rev Seven is heavy. It's heavy, bro. bro. It's very, very fucking heavy, man. When I, I first mean, got, it, you know, when I first got it, and it was shipped to my job, and I took it out the box, I'm like, 
This motherfucker heavy. Yeah, it's heavy, bro. Exactly. <laughs> and, then, and then you're not going to put it into a soft case. You're going to want to put it into something uh, metal, you know, something hard. A flight case. You know, a flight case, correct. Because if I have something of that intricate, that's going to hit metal. I don't give a fuck. I'm very biased in a soft case. I have no issue with the soft case. You know, I've seen too many people fuck up their gear with the soft cases. You know, walking out. I mean, granted, you don't drink, but you say you don't, but, you know, but whatever. Can you imagine just, you know, not judging the door properly? I mean, I had one of my boys actually open up his case and be like, can you fix this? I was like, uh, yeah, you need a new case. The whole case was just dented inward. Like he slammed it against a fucking wall or a corner or walking out of somewhere. You never know. The hard cases, I mean, you know, think about something falling on it, you know, on transit. You know what I'm saying? A speaker or something happens or it gets crushed. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's all intricate stuff. You got to understand. It's all motherboard and lasers and the whole nine yards. I mean, laser beams, you know, attached to their heads and shit, whatever. But it's intricate shit. So you want to take care of it. And like the cases with the wheels, everybody's like, no, dude. Uh, dude, you got to understand something that every time you fucking wheeling that thing down, first of all, I got long ass legs, so it catches the back of my fucking feet. Not only that, the vibrations. when you walk. But the vibrations, that shit hitting, it's just got no suspension. Where do you think the fucking shock's going? (laughs) It's not a fucking four by four. But see, those flights. But yeah, because they have the foam in there, but you also got to keep in mind that foam is not taking, I mean, after the vibrations and shit, you got to understand that shit gets loose inside there. You know, a lot of this shit built in fucking plastic in China and shit, bro, you know? So it's not a workhorse. Like the old shit used to be. You understand? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that I always care. And everybody's like, your shit's got wheels. It's like, dude, no. Because, dude, the vibrations. I mean, you know what I'm saying? You got to understand something. that Just because you're in foam, that case is taking vibrations internally. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Carry your shit. If not, putting on a fucking dolly. I thank you for that case you gave me. I use that for the Rav 7. So. Dude, I love that thing, bro. I love that. The black one? Yeah, oh, that thing's the shit, bro. Oh, yeah, I was going to put my AR in it, but it didn't fit. I thank you for that. <laughs> I was so. going to keep it and put the arrow, but I'm it's, like, fuck I'm not going to lie. I have to carry like a briefcase, but I'm all fucking heavy. But I got a strap for it downstairs. Remember to give it to you today. Okay. I found it when I was cleaning up, but yeah, I got a strap <laughs> for it. I love that case, bro. That case was the shit where I did research on it. It was actually designed for whatever. So you actually have to do the yeah, cutout. Yeah, you have to cut out the phone. Yeah, you have yeah. to cut off the I, phone for I, it, but I it's dope. That. It's really nice. It's really, really nice when I found that case. And nobody else has it either, right? Mm-hmm, nope. It's very, see, I got shit that nobody <laughs> has, and I want to be separate. It's a magma case. It's, it's a magma case. It's, it's a badass. Case. It's a badass case, man. I'm kind of fucking kicking myself in the ass for giving it to you, but <laughs> whatever. Fuck you. You don't need it. Yeah, I, I do. I use, I use it. I appreciate it. So that's why I said I yeah. thank you. I thank yeah. you. Real quick, if anyone has any questions in the live stream, drop them in the comments. We'll answer them. Equipment is everything, man. I mean, you know, again, that's another reason why everybody laughs at me, especially with when we emptied out our bag episode. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Everybody <laughs>, laughs at me. But guess what? Guess what, bro? Uh, my show my show keeps going, no yeah. matter what. God forbid, like Fast Eddie called. He was at a venue. He was like, what the fuck is going on here? He was like, the people say that the DJ plugs into the headphone jack into mm-hmm. the iPad. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? I don't know what kind of system they have. How the fuck? How are you going to plug into your headphone and then play out? It's an input, not an output. I'm sorry, it's an output, not an input. Mm-hmm. You understand? Headphone jacks are outputs, not inputs. So I was like, well, how the hell is that going to happen? And he was like, I don't know, bro, but there's an S9 here, and this has got more dust on it than fucking Jimmy Huff's body right now. He <laughs> found it. I was like, no shit, bro. He had to get through. I guess he plugged into his headphone jack, and the show went on. I mean, granted, yeah, you know, in a pinch, you're going to have to do what you got to do. But I carry a lot of fucking extra gear for that reason. A mix a long time ago, man. Uh, he didn't have the adapter for his headphones, and he was stuck at Adobe. He called me because I was at Park Tavern at the time, and yeah, I got one. He came grab it for me, bro. You never know. If I can help somebody, bro, God forbid, you know, something happens, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm like the AAA of DJs. Right? <laughs> right? I'm like the AAA. See, you rent out your shit, and I fix it. DJ Envy, if you're in here, say something. I'm going to ask bro, Al a question bro, for you. Bro, that's just fucking funny. It's how you, he's like an entity. Hey, if Envy's in I'm here, just saying, if he's if in Envy, the chat right now, Envy? say something, move something, Envy. I'm just move saying, something. if Envy's in the chat right now, just say <laughs> what, something. What, what, we, we do a fucking seance over here? No, I got Envy, a if you're in the room with us, I, I got, move the picture frame. I got frame. a question for Al, but Uh-oh. I want to make sure Envy's in the room so I, before I answer it. Uh-oh. I'm, okay, I'm just okay Envy's here. All oh, right, so. Envy, are you here? Yeah. That's your Rev 1 right there, right? Uh, Yeah. Okay, grab that real quick. I got a question for you. Uh, no, it's not for sale. It's not. We know it's not for sale. Okay. Grab your rub one. I got a question oh, for you. Oh, shit. Grab it. <laughs> that sounded perverted right now. Grab your rub one. Okay. 
we're convincing Envy to get the Rev One. Dude, the Rev One's the shit, bro. Okay. I love this fucking controller. I have my SRT. I have 12s. I have everything. You know what? And this thing is fucking amazing. This is, I mean, granted, yeah, I mean, it's $200. What the fuck nah, do you ah, expect ah, for 200 ah, bucks? It's 300 It's 300 My bad, my bad. My bad. Pioneer, I, I pay, pay, Pioneer I like, raised the price on I that. I paid 200 for it, so whatever. It's Pioneer. It's a controller. I mean, what else do you fucking want? I love Miracle for the simple fact is he's got the little fucking uh, Pocket Pro, the uh-huh. little Pocket Controller. Uh-huh. That's like seeing your friends watch you uh, ride a sco- or drive a scooter. You know what I'm I, I saying? It's I, fun. I, I it gets the job done. <laughs> but he can make the money with that little ass controller, that little one, and it's not breaking his back. He's getting there. It's simple. It's effective. And Miracle doesn't care. Do you understand? Miracle's not that DJ that gives a fuck. As long as the job gets done, the this job is gets true. done. This is you understand true. what I'm saying? Miracle is like that low-key, quiet person. <laughs> I'll stab you. <laughs> so how much was that case? This case, that case, that exact. This, this case actually was recycled. No, I'm joking. This is for my crossbow. It's perfect. So my crossbow's in another case. So this was laying around, and I'm like, wait a minute, my crossbow bag fits my Rev One. So I mean, this bag. I mean, they're seriously. I was on Amazon looking at another bag for it. Mm-hmm. I bought the uh, the dust cover for it, the mm-hmm. plastic dust cover, because mm-hmm. again, this is a soft case, yeah. And the buttons are very intricate, so I want to make sure that I have a cover. And I was thinking of how the fuck am I going to do it? But this was my crossbow case, but you could buy one on Amazon right now for like thirty five bucks. Okay. I mean, very cheap okay. and very cheap, and it comes with the arm straps. And it, actually, they have one where you can actually put the Rev One with your laptop, all your cables and everything, all in one bag. It was like seventy five bucks. Okay. And it's padded and everything. It's really nice. Okay. Yeah. Open that Rev One real quick. Because then we had a couple of questions on it. Because I told him, like, it's a decent controller Dude, to start off with. Every, everybody who's had this controller loves it. I mean, to be honest with you, man. I mean, the closest thing the to, Rev 7. Uh, to the Rev 7. No, <laughs> no, it's not the closest thing to the Rev 7. <laughs> I mean, mean, the Rev 7 is nice. Don't get me wrong, man. I mean, you know. Look how small that controller is. But it does That's what the, she said. <laughs> but it, but it does the job. Well, look at this, bro. Come on, bro. Look. look. Tibble said look what this. you like about it. Look at this, man. The weight. The fucking weight, bro. Five pounds? Look at this, bro. Literally, I'm grabbing it with my two fingers right now. And my two fingers and my thumb. Seriously. What I love about it, bro, it's got everything here, bro. Literally, it's got everything that you fucking need. On the 12s, you have your tone arm. That's the only thing you've got to watch out for. This one, you have to watch out for... You have your loops here, and then, I mean, you have your so brushes, I'm, and I'm, here's I'm another thing. In, I'm moving in closer. So it has, okay, so right there it has. Here, the I'm going to Vanna White this. Hold on. You stupid. So it has the toggle switches right yes, there, right? Correct. correct. So just, it's just like on the S9. Correct. You lock up, and you come down, and you have your fucking echoes. I see here it probably has, like, what? The cue points, right? The hot cues, yeah, loop rolls, sampler, everything. and all that stuff. You have and everything. You have, any the pads are a little smaller. 16 controller performance pads. Correct. This thing's fucking phenomenal. Phenomenal. I mean, for a pinch and to get and you, you can, to you a job. Look, the fucking platters are fucking phenomenal, man. I mean, they don't move, but who cares? Give a fuck. And you want them to move? Just around. put a rat inside there. <laughs> put a little fucking jog wheel mouse. <laughs> now no, turn it around. No, no, no. Oh, put, sorry, no, fa- no, like what's in the back of it? What's in the back of it? Yeah, right there. No, so there's oh, like. Flat. No. Oh, I'm sorry. The front part. So there's one USB port. Correct. It's just a. Entry-level controller. It's mastered out via RCA, and then you got the mic input. Correct. Done. The mic volume is right here, which really sucks. Dude, it even has handles on the sides. Look, it, yeah. to, to grab it from yeah, the bottom. just like the Rev one. And then you got the effects right here. Yeah, you have, I mean, obviously you have everything. To, obviously, you have to use the effects from the Serato. Um, yeah, you. I mean, Serato. but they're fucking still great. And I mean, the got, Serato effects are pretty dope. And you got Scratch Bank, so you can actually scratch on here. Jazzy Jeff used it. I mean, Scratch Bastard did some shit on it, man. I mean, it's pretty dope, man. The controller doesn't make the DJ. The DJ makes the controller. This you understand? True. Because I've seen some guys this fucking kill true. it. I mean, Miracle fucking kills it on that fucking new mark. Got the filter on yeah, there. Yeah, it's got everything, bro. I mean, fucking, and dude, my chiropractor is going to love me for that later. <laughs> you know? Fuck. DJ Envy, get the controller. I mean, dude, it's look only, it, man. Seriously, only, man. It's only 300. It's a decent I mean, bro, it's, it's fucking phenomenal. It's beyond decent. Get the controller. You can pay this off with one job. That's what I'm saying, bro. Don't go and fucking bury yourself and get a fucking $3,000 controller when you don't have the means to suffice to pay for that. Why are you going to finance something? Why? Why? That's stupid. That's dumb. That's the dumbest thing in the fucking world. You're paying double for it now in some instances. And, dude, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. That 0% financing is bullshit, okay? 
It's bullshit. It's all bullshit. They're going to get you some way, somehow. That's how they fucking make their money, ladies and gentlemen. That's how they make their money. That's how they stay in business. You understand? It's the rich getting richer. Absolutely, bro. <laughs> and yeah, they're going to tell you shit. When you go to strip clubs, they're going to tell you shit to fucking get you into that champagne room to take your fucking money, right? Either you way, make, you're going to walk out fucked. You're making me thinking about that. <laughs> Seriously, I'm dead ass, bro. I'm dead ass, and that's why I don't go to fucking strip clubs. But you, so at the end of the day. You're making me think of that song by Chris Rock. Remember he did that song back in the late 90s? No sex in the champagne room. Yeah, right, right. right. Uh, All right, so a song. couple downfalls of the Rev 1, okay, that I've noticed. I got big fucking hands, okay? So when you're hitting the toggle switch, if mm -hmm. you lock it there, you have to do this. Because unfortunately, the load button's directly above it, mm -hmm. Okay. But the only time I've ever hit that on accident was because I was unlocking the toggle switch. Again, everything is very compact, okay? Very, very mm -hmm. close. And then it doesn't have a booth out. That sucks. So yeah. I Puerto Ricanized that and I made my own booth out. The way I did it was I got RCA splitters. So I go one in, two out. And then oh, if, okay. if, if yeah, it's a stereo, 99% of the clubs that I'm at, I go mono because doing stereo at a club sucks. But anyways, I go mono anyway, so it's one in, one out. So I have an RCA, and all my cables are in here. I have the cables here. So it's RCA to XLR input, left and right, and obviously USB. If it is stereo, what I'll do, like, I'll go splitter from one into, obviously, left, right. Mm -hmm. And then I use my left for into the monitor, which most monitors are right next to you anyways, and they're already preamped. You know, which is active. The volume control's right there. Or, oh, do I have it? Yeah, I do have it. You don't need it, but I've been doing game sound, a lot of game sound, and obviously this is a two-channel board, so there's no line-ins, no line-outs, okay? That being said, I have two mini mixing boards that I bring with me at a constant, okay? This one was off of Amazon for 25 bucks. It's a pile. It's a pile of shit, but <laughs> no, it, no, it actually works. This actually say. 25 bucks on Amazon, and this one actually, this one's cool because it's got a monitor out. So this stays right here by me, and I have my booth monitor now. There's a booth monitor right here. I'm sorry, master and the booth monitor. And then here's two and three channel, and then channel number one. So I have two channels open for mics, so I can use that. Very simple to use. It's a mixing board, obviously, but it's got no bass trouble, nothing. So it's just basic volume. I use this for game sound because I use this for game sound. So I put a TV, and then I use my DDJ, or my... Uh, mm -hmm. The Rev 1. That's how I toggle between, you know, DJ and game sound. Yep. And then I also had another one. That one I've had for a long time, but I also got this one too, which is also a, a little cheapy, which works out fine. Cheapy. This one was 20 bucks on Amazon. So, and it's quarter inch, and I mean, it works out great. It's got one output and it's got four lines in. So, like when me and Miracle go and switch off, when we do game sound, I have an extra channel where Miracle could go in and then I could just disconnect. So it's very convenient for us to switch off and, you know, and this thing stays there or he brings it back to me or whatever. So, I mean, they're convenient. And as long as you use your mentality and your ingenuity, you can make shit work. It works, man. It works fucking great. I mean, I have no problems with it. No issues. I mean, you know, we haven't had an issue yet, bro. And I, I've been using it. I use it at Punchbowl Social all the time mm -hmm. because it's a fucking far walk. My guys would tell you, bro, to get to the <laughs> DJ booth over there is a pain in the ass. You got to walk from the parking lot, then you got to walk another. I will walk for a hundred miles. No, I'm joking. It's a pain <laughs> in the ass. And then carrying the SRT, a monitor. We carry a monitor because I, well, thanks. Yeah, so shout, shout, shout out to Miracle. Miracle put a monitor in there for us. But I'm looking at efficiency. I'm looking at compatibility, um, compatibility efficiency, and is this going to fucking break the bank or my back? Those are the two things, those are the two major things that I really, really look at because breaking the bank's going to fucking kill you financially and then breaking your back's going to fucking put you down, period. You know what I'm saying? So you really got to think of the outlook. I mean, think of the big picture. Yeah, granted, man. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, I got the SRT. <sighs> or I got the Rev 1 or Rev 7. Nobody fucking cares what you have. As long as you make it work, who cares what other people think? This ain't high school anymore. You don't have to have the fucking Jordans or the fucking Pumas or, you know what I'm saying? Fucking, as long as it gets the job done, get the job done is let's, what I'm trying to let's say. Let's put it like this. That controller. Yeah, put it like this. Do it like this. Let's put it like this. That Rev 1 is mm -hmm. way better than the SB2. Like that. Oh, yeah, definitely, bro. Oh, hands, hands down. Hands down fucking one of the, I mean, hands down the best. It's the best budget-friendly For controller. sure. I mean, you know, it's Pioneer. I, I it's still Pioneer. I've had a lot of fucking big-name DJs, actually, uh, when I post the videos, when I use it at the stores and stuff. Uh -huh. I have a lot of big-name DJs. What is that, bro? Fucking Pioneer Rev 1. Dude, I didn't even <laughs> see it in person. I don't like it in gold. 
I like them. Obviously, my colors are black and silver. But yeah, it's the guitar you know, center. The, the, ha- guitar no. center has the gold edition if you ever want it. So yeah. But okay, so DJ Envy get that controller. Yeah, definitely. It's I, cheap, I like it it's, way better. It's, um, it's budget friendly. It does the main functions as the Rev Seven. But if you're looking at controllers too, and I'm not trying to throw a wrench in the mix, but I really, 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 really like these other two controllers as well. If you guys want to take a look at them, they're both on Amazon and they're very inexpensive, but they're really cool. They have a lot of features and they're they're proven, which is the Reloop. I forgot the model number. I know it's a smaller Reloop. It's a two-channel. Reloop actually has a third channel, kind of like the S9 does. So you can actually put, you know, an input, a line input or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, on like the, the S9s and stuff like that. And then Hercules, 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 Hercules. <laughs> Dude, hands down, one of the best fucking pocket controllers I've ever touched in my life. My boy Mark's got one. And that was the first time I even saw a pocket controller. I was like, what the fuck is this? Is this a keychain? It looks like one of those keychains that, you know, the bathroom attendant gives you at the gas station, you know? I was like, what the fuck is this? He was like, no, that's my controller. And I said, really? And he goes, bro, you'd be surprised because he moved out to Cali. But he goes, you'd be surprised how many events I did with this thing. And you could scratch on it and everything, and it's just so cool. It's even got its own light show in it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's got LEDs on the bottom that actually dance to the music. It's actually really fucking cool. They're okay. a pocket controller. It's like or 100 bucks. I think it's a little bit more than the Newmark one. Mm-hmm. But the Newmark one, you have to pause in order for you to scratch. With the Hercules one, you could scratch. It's got four pads instead of eight. Obviously, it's got four pads next to it. I think it's a lot better built. It's a little bit more money. But the Hercules one, like I said, I played with it. That thing's pretty dope. I'm a big fan of Hercules right now. Reloop's been around for a while, so they got some pretty Re- cool... Reloop has some decent controllers. Yeah, they got some really cool controllers. I mean, you know, they're more in that battle aspect of their stuff is proven. As far as an under $500 controller, I've loved my fucking Rev1. My Rev1 was the hands-down the best thing. My back thanks me. My bank accounts <laughs> thanks me. Back, back, I mean, dude, I mean, think me. about it, bro. I mean, one show... One show paid for it already. It's okay. done. It's paid, for, paid off. Done. It's not financing. I'm not paying $25 a month on Amazon <laughs> for it. You know what I'm saying? Seriously. I would assume that you're not going to be paying $25 bro, a I month Well, I mean, listen, bro. Listen, listen. I get that times are rough. Times are rough for everybody. And that's I what I'm trying it. to get at. Times are rough for everybody, including us, man. That's what I was trying to get at earlier in the episode. Like, they're trying to get the controller that they want, but right. they probably don't have the financial money well, to dude. get it right away, which is why they want to finance it. Like you just said, times are hard. Times are tough, guys. And, and let me tell you something. As an adult, oh, fuck yeah, I got this credit card in the mail. Now I got to burn it. No, you don't, no, man. No, you don't. Don't do that to yourself, man. No, you don't, don't fuck around and do stupid shit like that, man. Because you're going to put yourself into a hole. And you're going to be heartbroken after you have to fucking sell it. And then you're going to take a fucking hit on it. Do you understand? Does that make sense, ladies and gentlemen? DJ if gear, you can't, Some DJ gears can depreciate like vehicles. All DJ gear. Even your fucking Mac, bro. You get the new iPhone next week. They come out with the 15s. Fuck you, bro. All right? Your shit's not worth fucking half of what you paid for it. I don't know, because Apple was trying to give me 800 for my 13 Pro. Because they just fucking raped you and charged you 18 on another one. Yeah, spend that whatever. much on that's what you think. I ain't, ain't spend that much on the guy. Whatever. Fourteen. Whatever. Nobody's rich like you, though. Oh, okay? That's all I'm trying to say. If you got the means to do it, pay it off. Let it go. You understand? Don't sit there with this black collar over your head. Make sure that you have stability, ladies and gentlemen, okay? Before you go and start fucking breaking the bank and spending all types of shit. Because unfortunately, yeah, granted, you're going to feel great for that two seconds. Your boy's going to pat you on your back a couple times, slap you on your ass, and then you're stuck with the bill. And then what? And then what if it breaks? What if something happens? I mean, you also got to keep in mind, just think about it. You can't buy a car and just drive it. You can think about gas and maintenance and shit like that. Same thing with this. Shit breaks. Then what are you going to do? Then you're asked out of fucking controller, right? Because it's not even worth fixing at that time. So then what? You're financing something that's broke. You understand? Does that make sense? Yeah. Does that make sense? So really mm-hmm. think about the outlook, the big picture before you start fucking dropping big coin on shit. I mean, as long as it gets your job done, ladies and gentlemen, I really don't give a fuck what anybody says about me. It is what it is. It actually is going to make you a better DJ to spread your wings, man. You know, touch different things, you know, work with different things. You know, just because it's cheap doesn't mean it doesn't work. You know what I'm saying? It could be your backup. That fucking cheap thing just fucking saved your fucking life. You understand? Does that make sense? Yes. This thing saved a lot of fucking lives already, right? You know what I'm saying? And fucking paid itself off in one show. You know? I mean, it's great. Shouts out to Kelly. I heard she was making fun of me when I brought this on the... (laughs) 
when I, she was like, but what the killed, fuck is that thing? But you killed it though, right? Hey, bro. Like I said, man, the fucking DJ, the controller doesn't make the DJ, ladies and gentlemen. The DJ makes the controller because you should be able to kill it, bro. Tibble, ask Tibble. That little fucking new mark he's got, dude, uh-huh. that thing is fucking badass, dude. Mm-hmm. Seriously, I've never touched that controller in my life. I forgot what it was, Tibble. Tibble's got that control, that new mark control. That little motherfucker is badass, bro, and it feels solid, man. And what did he spend for? Like 300 bucks? He's got the means to fucking buy the best nine, and he's got the means to do what he wants to do, but he's smart. He's frugal about his shit. If it's not broke, why fix it? If it's making him money and it ain't broke, it. then I, what the fuck, you I know? Get it. That's a smart way of that. That's a business. Once you make that money, so then therefore you could be comfortable later on, you know what I'm saying? Don't go out and fucking buy a Ferrari on a Toyota budget. You understand? Envy, the Rev one is way better than the SB3. Dude, you know, let him do what he wants, bro. Let him do what the fuck he wants, bro. Let him fucking go, bro. Dude, as a matter of fact, bro, do, do whatever you want, bro. Do Shut whatever. up. Seriously, do whatever. Low. I love him. I love him. He's going to do whatever he wants, bro. Leave that man alone. Bro. Well, thank you for doing the elaborate review on the Rev I mean, dude, and what you think. D- dude, there's so much that this fucking thing does that I'm still learning. I mean, you know, there's a lot of parameters. That, Same thing that, with the Rev stuff, you know, I'm still learning. I mean, bro, there's so much. I mean, there's so much that you could do with this to remix on the fly and, and cut I'm your key sure. points. And I mean, the only thing I don't like about it is platter feels. When, when I'm scratching on this versus my SRT, maybe it's because it's a smaller platter. It being a smaller platter really changes the scratch patterns. Obviously, the bigger the platter, the harder the throw. Mm-hmm. Versus the smaller the platter, and you got to be even mm-hmm. more tighter. You understand? Does that make sense? Yeah. So that was a little bit getting used to. But other than that, I mean, everything, I mean, the vinyl feel, everything feels fucking phenomenal. I mean, yeah, it feels plasticky, but, dude, it gets the fucking job done. You understand? Yeah. So this thing already sufficed me, what, two months of every weekend? If you ever need a controller... If you want to test out the Rev One, check out Alex. Some of these spots that he's DJing, then he'll he'll show you. I'll show you, bro. I'll let you guys play with it, mess around with it, man. You guys are more than welcome to come by and fucking, you know. Actually, me and T Kid were talking about that. Remember me, you, T Kid, and fucking oh. Peter, Peter Ramos, oh, yeah. and a couple other people were talking about that. Eddie, Fast Eddie, we we're gonna do a demo days. Remember? We we're gonna do a demo days and let people come and just fuck around on, on different shit, man. You know what I'm saying? I actually, um, I have a couple more people who might be. In- might be interested in mm-hmm. that. I was talking to Nez earlier today about something similar to that, so we might set something up. You know, I might uh, just rent out like a studio space and we could just all just jam out. Yeah, that'd be cool. You know what? You actually brought up a good case scenario because I'm going to do that with a certain somebody. I'm going to do that. I'm going to fucking just toss them in there and just be like, here you go. Have fun. Have a nice day. <laughs> Figure it out. Well, this doesn't work. I don't He's care. Stupid. Figure it out. Figure it out. Figure it out. This is gonna happen. A crash course. This is a crash, crash, crash. <laughs> this is gonna be an explosion mean of power. Mean no, as I'm hell. joking. We were talking about that crash course on troubleshooting. I mean, troubleshooting is a big fucking issue now, especially with all this new programming and stuff coming out. Do me a favor, man. I mean, Nez is the only fucking guy I know that got the fucking cojones to actually go live and fucking rock a show with a beta version of, of, <laughs> of a fucking... Yeah, bro, Nez, you are my fucking hero, bro. I swear to God, bro. I love you, Nez. Bro, I don't even know you yet, bro, but you're, you're the fucking man. You got fucking big balls, guy. Big balls. She's got big balls. He's got big balls. That's ballsy shit. But yeah, you made it happen, bro. Hey, hey so be it. So And there's fucking crazy people out there like him. Yeah. I'm glad. I wouldn't. I would never I fucking do that, bro. No way. I would never. I, you know, you fucking have your phone right there with your fucking pen door ready to hit play just in case, bro. <laughs> on the channel, just. But I mean, you know, sometimes that shit locks up, especially when you're on a controller. You're fucked because if you have to, you know, mm-hmm. God forbid, you have to restart your controller too. You're fucked either way. Mm-hmm. You know, backup is the key, as he says. Backup is the key for next sure. Next next week, I think I'm going to bring my. I have my Ref Seven in my car right now, but I'm thinking I'm going to bring it next week, and we could do a review on that. We're, we'll do that we'll, It's we'll up to you that. man I mean you know We'll do that next I week. mean uh, dude If you want to go Head to head You on the rev Or you, you on the <laughs> rev not, And this rev and let, No 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 no. Let, let's do that we're Let's not see doing live. Let's, not let, doing let's play follow the leader Let's play follow the leader And see what you can do On that controller Versus what I can do On this controller And see if we can go Head to head See if we can go Head to head I'll show you What this controller does Versus what your controller does And I guarantee I'll do more on this controller Than you will Okay And you have more options it's not the controller. It's, I'm, and I'm not it's saying I'm a DJ. better DJ than you. I'm just saying the parameters that this thing, I mean, some guys just get it and be like, oh, yeah, the planners move. That's cool. That's not all it does, guy. That's not all it does. Okay. <laughs> wow, look at the planners move. I'm fucking cool. No, no, no. Just because, dude, you got to understand the plethora of what these fucking things are entitled to do for you now. And again, as long as you know what you're doing 
and you know beat count and offsets and shit like that, bro. I mean, dude, you're gonna be phenomenal. I mean, but that's up to you as the DJ. You know what I'm saying? Don't just buy it and say, hey, it's in my bag. Fucking, I'm home for the weekend or the week, you know, and put it away. Play with it. Fucking look at video. Watch <laughs> videos on it. Figure shit out, man. I mean, it's just going to make you a better DJ, and then therefore you're going to get more jobs, man. That's just how it fucking goes. Be nice. Be a great DJ. Play to the fucking crowd, and boom, make everybody fucking happy. You're good. Now, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I have to head out, man, because of Industry Mondays, but it is a little bit of a celebration over there. So for it's my his birthday. 46, so it was my birthday, but 46 and feeling great. Um, if you want to step on out tonight and get Al drunk like no, was no, two, we're not three years drunk. ago. No, no, we're not. No, no. <laughs> I, uh, you know what? It's funny because me and Alexis, were talk- my daughter, we're talking about this. She goes, Dad. Those fucking pictures are still surfacing. Yeah, they still- I'm like, son of a bitch, don't remind me. Don't remind me. Fucking, so if you I mean, wanna- Emma looks like she was in the wild and caught a lion and shit, and I was going to be her head on she's the fucking- so, She's so proud. Yeah, I know, right? She looked like she just caught a zebra and shit in Africa. Uh, the so, fuck, if you, so if you want to uh, step out tonight and celebrate with Al, take a shot with the He'll be at Social Club in Wheeling. Yes, sir. 401 East Dundee. Yes, sir. One, Literally one block east of Milwaukee. Yeah, it's a dope place, man. So definitely, they got the kitchens open late. I mean, you know, again, it's 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 all in it's it's all in your ingenuity. It's all in your creativity, man. It's you know, just like these stems. These stems are only going to work for certain people, man. Some some people are stuck. They got no flavor. They got nothing. I don't even know. You can't fucking. You can't even match clothes. Let alone match a beat, bro. It's going to be a game changer. Just going to let to you know some about people, that. to some. I mean, to to others, you better learn your equipment before you learn anything else. All Unfortunately, right. they, they 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 rely on their plugins and all this other shit. Well, guess what? Take that all away, and you're nothing, bro. Okay. Learn the craft first, bro. We say that a million fucking times. Learn your fucking craft, man, and then you learn everything else. And then once you learn everything else, you're gonna fucking progress as a DJ. You know? You understand? Mm-hmm. You can't just be one on one or one with the other. You have to be a all in or nothing at all. Okay. Does that make sense? It makes sense. And that's when you when you go and do your gigs and you do everything. I don't give a fuck what you have. Rock that shit. Rock it. Rock it. No matter what you do, rock it. Doesn't matter. Don't fucking blame the equipment because you can't fucking rock a party, <laughs> dude. I've rocked a party with fucking some fucked up shit, bro. Trust me, we made it happen. Fast City made it fucking happen. Mm-hmm. Peter Ramos made it happen. I mean, you know, there's a lot of guys out there that that we we all run into situations. You understand when you're live, and that's why we said. We had we should have a troubleshooting course, because in all honesty, who's everybody call us? Us. <laughs> and dude, it's not that we don't like helping people. We we're here for you because yeah. it helps us to understand what the fuck's going on. Even though, you know, to where if somebody else has that same situation, we already know about it. You understand? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So with that being said, I mean, you know, we're here for you. We're always going to be here for you. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I think uh, sometimes it's it's it, that crash course is going to come in handy for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Envy. <laughs> I love you, bro. And on that note, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Industry DJs Podcast. Again, you can follow us on Instagram at the Industry DJs, the Facebook page at the Industry DJs. You can uh, follow us, each of us on Instagram at I'll Do It Like This or DJT Kid. And don't forget to check out our episodes on the streaming platforms, Google, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Stitcher, and the Anchor app. To the words of Peter Ramos, support your local DJs. In the words of Al, stay vigilant. He, he's showing off his uh his his Rev One again. Uh, like I said last week, I might next week I might do a um, or bring my Rev Seven and do a review on that. Anything mm. else? Peace, peace. Stay vigilant. Stay vigilant. Oh, I'll talk about that later. Later. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Have a good one. Thank you. Peace. <laughs>